We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. Sunday night, Knicks. CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. On tonight's episode, we are just a few days away from training camp. So this is the kickoff of our training camp series. And tonight's episode, we're going to talk about lineups. There's a lot of new faces, a lot of new possibilities with how Tom Thibodeau is going to manage this rotation. So we're going to give you our idea lineups And then we're going to give you our lineup predictions where we think they will actually go with the lineup and rotation. And then we want to hear from you guys, the fans. So the phone lines are up 657-383-1509. Jails, how how you feeling, man? I'm doing okay, man. A week after all this Knicks madness and free agency and and the drafts and the trade rumors, I'm still together. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Still together. Still together, man. We made it through. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Hadn't seen a basketball game since March. Nope. And, and we back, man. This thing is going to kick off really quickly. And uh, let's see. This team is on the road to 23 wins, JL. So let's Woo! see how they're going to get there. <laughs> let's see how they get there, man. So I'm, I'm thinking about these lineups. And, uh, and when I think about my ideal lineup, here's where I'm going to go. All right, here, here's where I'm going to go first. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let me um, just get this prepped up here. And kick this thing off. All right, here, here's where I'm going to go, Jails, in terms of the lineups. Now, at the point, mm. as you know, we still have not addressed the glaring hole in this rotation, which is the point guard situation. Factuals. That is a fact. Didn't address it in the draft. Didn't address it in free agency. Where I'm going is this. I'm selling DSJ, bro. Here it is. We're going to give you the keys. This is my ideal lineup here. Mm. 
I feel like we have nothing to lose right now. I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. is a kid who, with confidence and with playing time, I think he will show you who he can be. Mm. And at this stage in the game, I'm ready to tear the Band-Aid off, bro. Let's go at the one. Give me DSJ. Show me what you can do. Hopefully he's healthy mentally, physically. We know last year was was tough for him. Mm-hmm. But I want to see if if you're the guy that you claim to be. This is it, bro. It's now or never for this kid, man. We know what Peyton is. We will see who Frank is. But in this development stage, in this development time, I'm going with DSA right off the bat. Uh-huh. I feel like from a Thibodeau standpoint, Thibodeau wants point guards that can get into the paint collapse of defense. Dennis Smith Jr. is that guy. He's the most athletic of the point guards that we have. He's a guy that can get into the paint with ease and make things happen. Once that defense breaks down, we'll see how we space the lineup up. I want to see him out there with uh, RJ, with Mitch, with Obi, running and gunning. Okay. So at the one, I'm going with DSJ on my ideal lineup. All right. Two, standard, <clears throat> RJ Barrett. Okay. All right. We're going to go RJ at the two, and that is a given. All right, so let me let me move DSJ here. Make it look a little bit more presentable. Presentable. Now, <laughs> at, at the three, last year we had Mook. Salute to Mook. Got the bag with the Clippers. Got us a trade. Salute to Manuel quickly. We had Bullock in that slot. We had a little bit of Kevin Knox in that slot. I think where I'm going to go with this is... Alec Burks. Okay. I'm going to go with Alec Burks at the three and a couple reasons why. Number one, on the opposite wing with RJ, I don't want just a guy that can space it, which is fine, perfectly fine. That's what we want. But I also want a guy that can get his own shot off if we need to, whether it's in within the half court, whether it's with the shot clock breaking down, coming down. I think Alex Burke, Alec Burks is capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what he can do from that spot. Shot 40 plus percent from three. 40% from the corners with uh, the Warriors, but 60 from the corners when he got to Philly. Okay. Another thing I like about Alec Burks... His shooting foul draw rate is in the top 25 percentile in the league. Meaning this, the percentage of the shots that he gets fouled on is about 14%. DSJ's is also fairly high. I think DSJ was in the 70th or 80th percentile when he was with the Knicks between, combined between last year and this year. So what I'm thinking here is between RJ, Alec Burks, DSJF, you have three guys that can really force the issue, draw contact, draw fouls, that'll allow us to get easier points. If RJ hits him, if DSJ hits him. We know Alec Burks is going to hit him. He's a good free throw shooter. Right. <clears throat> so I'm going to take a shot at Alec Burke on the wing. 
All right, that's that's my ideal. At the four, I'm going Obi. I'm going with the rook. Okay. I'm going with the rook at the four. Let's get it going. Ready to go from day one. And like I said, I want to see that uh, the pick and roll with OB and DSJ, RJ as well. And opening night, I'm going with OB Toppin. And at the five, obviously, we're going block this. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> going Mitch okay. at the five. Going Mitch at the five. Okay. So that that's my deal. Yeah, defense. You know what? Defense is, is going to take a hit. Well, let's see. Again, this this is a trial and error. I think Tibbs is going to be playing with these rotations all year long anyway. This is where I'm starting. I want to see what DSA could do. I'm going to give him the keys. I'm going to give him the confidence. It's now or never, uh, uh, JLs. Okay. It's, it's now or never. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So now, so now this is my five, and then um, rotation-wise, I'm going to go with, let's tell you who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Frank. Let me get my mm-hmm. Frank join here. I'm going to go with Frank coming off the bench. Okay. I'm going to go with Austin Rivers at the two. Okay. Going Frank Austin. Just trying to uh, get my graphic over here. Give me Austin Rivers. At the three, I'm going to go with Kev. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Kevin Knox at the three off the bench with Austin and Frank. I'm going to go Julius and Noel. That That's that's my five. That's where I'm going as my five rotation. Now, you know Tibbs is probably going to go eight at some point during the year, but for now, this is where I'm, this is how I'm rolling. Okay. <clears throat> this is how I'm rolling, JL. So, I'm once again going with starting five. I'm going with DSJ, RJ, Burks. Going a little bit smaller. We'll see how that works in the defensive end. Or DSJ, Burks, RJ, OB, and Mitch. With my backup rotation, I'm going with Frank, Austin Rivers, Kev, Julius Randle, and Noel. Interesting. All right. That that's where I'm going, man. That's where, okay. that's where I'm starting. That's how I'm starting this thing off, Jay. I say you what do we have to lose? What do you have to lose? What do we have to lose right now? Okay, all, all right. right. I'm I'll going with it. It's now or never for you, Dennis Smith Jr. It is now or never. What do Ooh. we have here? Do we need to go into the draft? Do we need to go in free agency? Are you gonna be here at, you know going forward? What do we have here? This is this is what we're gonna find out. Right off the bat, JLs. I don't okay. need to know what Peyton has. I know what Peyton has. I need to see what Dennis Smith Jr. has. And that's where I'm going. All okay. right, so let me just uh I'm gonna get to yours. Let me just line line up, do my lineups up. 
So to everybody in the chat, what do you guys think, man? Go ahead, tear it apart. I know some people in the chat is tearing it apart. I can't even <laughs> see the comments right now. I know. Oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, this guy. Oh, Frank. Listen, man. This is this is what we're dealing with here. This is the road to 25 wins, people. I'm trying to get you there. <laughs> the road to 25. The road to 25. Yeah, man. All right. I know. I, I'm sure the Julius haters are happy I'm bringing him off the bench. So give me some credit there. Oh, wait for me. Oh, wait. Just wait for mine. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Give, me, give me one second, JL. I'm trying to get Woo. some even spaces here. Woo. To go in. Just wait for my mind. Just wait for mine. Try to, try to even this out a little bit. Reminds me a laugh right. All right. Here we go. These are my guys. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ready, ready for you, bro. Go ready, ahead. ready. This is your ideal. JL says ideal five. Ideal five. Listen, I am going to start with the prince. All right? Ooh. <laughs> Let's He's go. going with Frank. This should definitely cause us to lose a couple viewers right now. I don't know how many people we got in the chat right now. But yeah. uh, our viewership yes. has just tanked. Send me the hate on the Frank news. Send me all, all right, the so hate. JLS is going Frank first. Okay, I'm going Frank. Okay, I do. I don't buy. I don't buy DSJ finding his new his new shot. He's Listen, I, I feel you, bro. He's, he's 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 been looking for a shot since he came here. Yeah. He's had five different shooting coaches every year. I blame um, Keith Smart, but go ahead. I mean, Keith Smart got Moody right. <laughs> He got Moutier right, kid. He did. Moutier was shooting all right. Moutier's still looking for a job, so that's how that's how effective it was. I, I but he, I mean, check the numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Check the numbers. When he was here, his his, his shooting numbers went up. All right, all right. He's smart. All right, all right. Frank can't shoot threes, but what can he shoot? Corner threes. Corners. Uh-huh. Yes, corners. Okay. Uh huh. Tom Thibodeau is gonna have him in the corner. If we, if we get back to old Frank when he used to set people up. On a drive with the lobs, I, I feel like he still has that in him. I still feel like he has. He well, listen, I mean, Frank Frank was coming on strong second half of the season. I'll give him that. Exactly. Frank was definitely coming on strong second half of the season um, at the point. And as you said, he, he shot up to 50% from the corner three. Uh, obviously, defense Tibbs is going to love that. So Exactly. Yeah. Paint touches. Paint touches improved. Got... His his drives improved to about what what six point I think it was six point three or six point eight drives per game for Frank somewhere around that vicinity, so there's, there's something to be said about Frank. He's not he's not a primary you know point guard as of now, but that's okay because we have other people on the squad to supplement his lack of primary point guard abilities. Okay, okay. Which brings me to shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Or small forward. I'm with you, CP. Okay. Alec Burke. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. And and here is why. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, shooting, of course, is, is going to help me shooting in that starting lineup in the 40%, 40% three-point shooting, but also uh 85th percentile as a wing distributor when he was on Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Also, when he was with Philadelphia, he ran some point guard when their man went down. He did. He did run a little point. He did. He exactly. Run a little point as well. Yep. So he can run some point in the pinch. He can po- He can pass from the post, and he can shoot from three. Right. 
And what do we want this year, guys? What do we want? We want to see our young guys win. And we want to see what RJ looks like with the ball in his hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily need Frank to run exclusive point guard duties. I can have him share the the ball handling duties with RJ Mm -hmm. and Alec Burke. So I'll have RJ at the three. Or those two could be... Those two could be interchangeable. Yeah, both that, that's kind of how I looked at my lineup as well. Okay, exactly. <clears throat> and RJ can do his posing and toasting thing and do and pass it out to Frank in the corner for a three. It could be interchangeable with Alec Burks, and I think that will work out pretty good. And of course, everything's pretty much the same as me. Obi topping at the four. What okay. do we like about Obi? Um, I, I said I liked Obi's passing from the jump. That's the thing that stood out from Obi passing me. I, th- I feel like he's going to be, uh, he's it's an underrated skill that people really don't focus on. And he's going to be more of a willing passer than Julius Randle. Uh, he's going to be able to hit those still shooters in the corner threes at the top of the keys. And when RJ is open, he's going to absolutely pass RJ the ball. Unlike somebody we know, Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, so, and then uh, where are you going at the five? I guess, should I sue yeah. Mitch? Gotta be Mitch. Okay. It has to be right. Mitch at the. It has to be Mitch at the five, for the obvious reason. But here's yeah. where it gets interesting, CP. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Here is where it gets interesting, CP. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. At the one, off the bench, off the bench. Get okay. your hate mail ready, guys. Ah, right, here we Get go. Get your hate mail ready. Alfred Payton. All right. Okay. Off the bench. <laughs> Hate mail ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Alfred Payton has always been a solid backup. He can't shoot. But he can play defense when he wants to. <laughs> he can pass for sure. The thing is, he always passes to who? Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. But I got something for that. I'll, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> I'll get back to that later. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> shooting guard, we have Kentucky. Ooh, he's Iman. going with the rook early. Quick. Okay. okay. Quick. Quickly. Going with the rook early. Okay. We, Alfred Payton needs the spacing, man. Alfred Payton needs all the spacing in that second unit, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go quickly. We already know what he does. He shoots the ball quickly, pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't shoot the, the the off the screens well, but uh, projects to be a great movement three-point shooter and a defender. So the defense can be pretty nice, at least for right now, on that one and two spot. At least projected for the rookie. All right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Number three. I'm going with uh, I'm going more Kentucky. I'm going more Kentucky. We gotta see. We gotta see what's gonna happen with with Ke- with Kevin Knox. Okay. We gotta we same, gotta see what's going Same here. We have to see what happens with Kevin Knox. Kev unleashed off the bench. Yeah, All right. Exactly. He might not necessarily be the best option at three right now at this point today. Well, it's do or die time, man. It's, 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 but it's, it's do or die time. It's time to step time. it up. It's time to but, step it up, and I think coming off the bench. Um, that, that's his job to do it. And I also think I, I wanted to see this from last year. I wanted to see more Kev 
running with Peyton. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see more Kev running with Peyton and, and see if he was out there on the second unit uh, with a more reliable point guard to see how he would do there. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I can't argue with, with Kev coming off the bench uh, with, with Quickly and, and Peyton so far. Not bad. What's, what's next? This 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 is where it gets interesting. This. You ready, chat, for this one? Yeah. The fourth spot. <laughs> oh, man. The fourth spot. You know Elver Payton loves to pass Julius Randle. But nah, nah, not today. <laughs> you know who we got in the fourth spot? Golden State Warrior. By the way, Atlanta. <laughs> Amari. He's going Amari Spellman. Yes. Amari Spellman. Wow. Amari Spellman. <laughs> yes. That's a four. Interesting. Yes. What are, you, what are you thinking here? I'm thinking this could be a, a, a boomer bust move. I can I can tell you that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he lost a lot of weight coming from the Atlanta, moving to Golden State. But if you listen to some Golden State fans, they seem like he, he did well in Golden State. He was able to hit some threes. The defense was the problem over there in the, with the Atlanta Hawks. He's been talking to to the the guys in Golden State and Draymond Green and those guys over there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it seems like he's trying to take that side of the ball more seriously. Hopefully with Kenny Payne and those guys, they can untap that stretch for potential that he has. Give him the space for Alpha Payton to penetrate and taking Julius Randle out of the equation so it won't just be pick and roll Julius buddy ball all day long. So wait a minute. So who's the 5 now? Who's the 5? Oh, we going Noel. Oh, you but <laughs> So you take you taking Randle completely out of this. Oh, the yeah, number we, we're one pack- scoring option. We're we're packaging him in DSJ. Oh, my god. <laughs> Well, I guess this is ideal lineups, right? This is ideal lineups. It is ideal lineups. lineups. This is ideal. All right. All right. This is ideal lineup. Wow. <laughs> Omari Spellman. Omari. Cracks the rotation. Wow. The chat. That's four. Modern NBA. The chat is going bonkers right now. Yes. <laughs> they said Jay Ellis. Lay off the K2 Flocka. He's on it. <laughs> JL's got the pack from the bodega and lit the whole bag. How much do you love Randall? All right. So you're going Frank, Burks, RJ, OB, Mitch, Alfred, Quickly, Kev, Omari, Spellman. Yes. Who takes (laughs) over in the Randall blockbuster to whatever team that is. Interesting. Interesting. Fade for Kate. Yeah, fade for Kate, indeed. With your lineups, <laughs> for sure. I would also be interested in a... In a um, I'd like to see a RJ special lineup. I would go RJ. I want to see RJ quickly. Frank. <laughs> RJ quickly, quickly. Frank. That's my other fun lineup. Yeah, and if you're going to go super small, I would try RJ, Quickly, Frank, (laughs) Kev, and Obi. Or RJ, Quickly, Frank, Obi, Mitch, 
mm-hmm. go a lot of ways. But I like to, I like to try three guard lineup as well with R.J. Quickly Frank, R.J. Quickly Rivers. I can and see, see that. And see how that works out. Yeah, Obi Toppin, small ball five. I can see some damage yeah. to do with yeah. that. Um, can stretch the floor, can pass. Uh, kind of like a bootleg Jokic action scene. Yeah, I can see that happen for sure. I can see that working in in certain spots for sure. Facts. That, that that's a fact. Um, Dave, what I'm gonna do? I'm I'm gonna go into full screen on this court. Do me a favor, just take a screenshot and <laughs> uh and send it over to me. Take a take a screenshot of this court and send it over and just ping me when uh when you're through. So here here it is. The ideal rotations. <laughs> I'm loving the reactions from the Amari Spell. The chat there. is roasting JLS right now for his transgressions. Let's go. Roast me, damn it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going DSJ. I'm going RJ. That this is it for me with DSJ, man. I want to know now or never. Is he ready? Can he be the guy? Can he take the keys? What do we have here? Right. What do we have? You know, to me, what's the point of starting Peyton? Let me see what we have with Dennis Smith Jr. He's not a rookie anymore. Mm-hmm. This is year four for him. Let's go. Let's go. And, and like I said, I like that with RJ, Burks, DSJ, uh, Top, and Mitch. You're going to have guys that will draw fouls. Right. You know, yeah. you have five guys that can draw fouls. In Burks, you have another ball handler. As you said, a guy that um, could potentially give you some spot minutes at the one. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, he could space it for you. So exactly. I, I, I think Burks can serve um, multiple roles. Yeah, yeah, Burks, man. Burks is a sneaky good signing, man. Five for five, shoot, six minutes. Yeah. That was a really good signing. Somebody you can, you can play multiple positions, small forward, shooting guard, point guard in the pinch. Right. Uh Reading up on him, a lot of the guys, people feel comfortable with him on the floor. They feel like things are settled. That's why I felt good pairing him with Frank and RJ. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like a settling force for them in that lineup. Doesn't takes a little bit, of pre- let a bit of the pressure off Frank having to make plays all the time, and you know utilize his strength sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. secondary secondary playmaker, pick and roll guy. Yeah, corner three. Let's get it. I'm with it. Absolutely, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got uh, 1340 in the chat. It was just at 1340, Jails. We're now at 1320. I think I think the, the Spellman thing kind of kind of threw some people for a loop. <laughs> I knew it would. Yeah. It was it's ideal, man. Let me can I have some fun. I hear you. I hear you. Can I have some fun? Uh, <laughs> let, let's hear it from the fans. Let's hear it from you guys on, on your ideal starting lineups. Will from LI. Will, how you feeling, bro? Hey, first off, what's going on, CC Bills? How y'all guys doing? I hope you guys had a blessed Thanksgiving and everything. You know, shout out to y'all. Yeah, man. Um, hope you're doing all right, bro. Yo, hope everything's I'm good. That that lineup you put, like, I had to go brush my teeth after here, and I was like, oh my goodness, what? No, no, you guys are getting this all wrong. You guys are getting this all wrong. Okay. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> what you gotta do at the one, right? You gotta go. I, I, I'm with Jay Ellis. You're going fresh, okay? Because I believe that no matter how bad somebody is defensively, if you have three people on the court that can are reasonable or good at defense, you can hide them. And that's going to be Obi Toppin. All right, so you're going to put a Frank at the one. Alex Burke at the two, I think it's a good at one. It's a good idea. You're going to put RJ at the three. 
you're going to put Obi at the four mm-hmm. and then Mitch at the five. All right, so he's I going with your line. good balance between scoring okay. with Obi and uh, RJ, and then you get some defense from everybody else, you know. But off the bench, you're going to put it uh, DSJ. You're going to put quickly. You're going to put uh, Reggie Bullock. Mm-hmm. You're going to put uh, Kevin Knox, and then you're going to put Noel. And that's going to be my that's gonna be my lineup overall. Woo! Yeah, see, so he, he's Randall. Right, so he's benching Randall as well. You you benching Randall as well, Will. Yeah, yeah, do he, yeah, we, we're not going to see Randall. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're kind of kindred spirits here. You guys with your ideal lineups and, and, spirit, and leaving man. Julius out of it, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you the coach, you the coach. But I can't see it. He's still going to be one of the best on the team. You know what I'm saying? If you try to win some games, he's still going to be the best on the team. Now... Uh, so so Will went with went, went basically with JL's lineup, but just swapped out. He well well he swapped out a couple things. He went with Knox at the four. He went with yeah. DSJ instead of Peyton, and then he put Bullock in there. Um, but people ask me where's Bullock. Oh, listen, I, again, I know what Bullock can give me. I know what he is, and and I'll have more on him in a minute. But I know what Bullock can give me, JL's with quickly. With quickly, no randomly give me. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, yeah. With, with quickly, he's he's gonna be here to stay. With Rivers and Burks, I'm getting them that playing time because I'm doing business as well at the same time. Jails, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing mm-hmm. business as well. They're here on one year deals. We're trying right. to get value here. Yeah, I know. We could quick quickly, his time will come if I'm the coach. But For now, I, I'm I'm evaluating Dennis Smith Jr. I'm evaluating Kevin Knox. I'm, I'm evaluating Frank. Those three guys, to me, are on the bubble in terms of, you know, how this thing is going to go with, with Tibbs. My thing with Quickly is, and and it's not proven yet, right, CP, mm-hmm. because he hasn't played a minute in, of NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. But considering what I've seen of him and comparing his skills to everybody, he might very well be the best movement three-point shooter on the team which is something that sure. we don't have for sure um the dot kind of gave us that last season mm-hmm. um even though he never really got there all the way except for maybe like the month that um he played well i think he shot 40 percent three before he got traded but everybody else who shoots threes um alec burke can shoot a high clip but he's not a guy who's gonna run you you know run around and right <laughs> i think quickly will do that for us that's why i feel like there might be a role for quickly in the second unit. It's a wait and see. But yeah. Yeah, it could be. Could could very well could be. You know, I'm not sure what Tibbs and, and Kenny and those guys feel about throwing quickly out there. I want I definitely want to see him, see what he can do. Like I said, I, I'd like to see a three guard lineup with quickly RJ Frank or quickly RJ Rivers and see how that moves. You know, mm-hmm. see how that goes. Definitely anxious to play to see quickly. He he feels like he could he could play to one. You know, he's out to prove the doubters wrong, right? So let let's see where where that goes. All right, let's see who else wants to tear up the lineups. Let's hear from our guy Ron Cleveland in the building. Ron, how you feeling, man? Man, man, man. <laughs> CP, JL. <laughs> 
Let's get ready, man. Let's, hey, this thing, this thing is hot. It's hot. It's, it's training. It's Ron's training ready to go. Time, you heard me? Man, hey, I hear all these lineups y'all throwing out here, man. First off, point guard, I'm starting with Frank. There's no way in the world I'm starting DSJ. I don't trust him as a point guard. Mm-hmm. He, he, I will have as, as a backup to Frank. And actually, before I even go that far, yeah, I'll take him as my backup. So, my first, my first, my first point guard. I'm going Frank. Of course, RJ at the two. At the third, I'm gonna shake this thing up, man. Hey, where Iggy at, man? Let's find Iggy. <laughs> Boy! Now we forgot about Iggy. It's time for us to find out about that. Ignis. You know what I mean? The kids are shooting. I felt like last year coming into the league. I mean, the kid was solid. I didn't see where he was terrible on defense. Wasn't trying mm-hmm. like Kevin Knox. You know what I mean? The guy was solid. Don't, so don't sleep on him for making the roster, making the starting starting point guard. I mean, starting uh, at the three. So after that, of course, you got to have Frank. And you already know what Julius Randle going at. He going strictly to the bench. He going he gonna to get some splinters <laughs> where he deserves. You know what I mean? Hey, there's no way in the world you draft Obi Toppin with this new regime. And, and you, you starting your new foundation. And you're going to bring the hometown kids. To come off the pine? No, nah, that ain't happening. That kid is gonna be a monster. Him, Mitch, Iggy, RJ, and Frank. And I'm kind of, I'm telling you, the second, the second guy, I'm gonna go to this, this, the second lineup, the bench players. I like. Well, actually, I gotta give you my sixth man. Mm-hmm. So my sixth man, I was kind of, I'm, I'm feeling quickly because he can score. So you, you need somebody that can, is a bucket go-getter. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll have him as my sixth man. But coming at the backup, there's got to be DSJ. I don't want to see Peyton because Peyton don't know how to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. only person he know how to play in the sandbox with is Julius Randle. So <laughs> That's why I, I took him out the, the second lineup. See? <laughs> at, the two, at the two, I have Austin Rivers. Nerlens Noel is an obvious backup to Mitch. I mean, it's perfect compliment. Mm-hmm. And this guy, man, that I'm going to go ahead and call Julius Randle. You can be on. You can be in the. You know, on the on the bench row, of course. Kevin Knox. Mm. This guy, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to put my trust in Kevin this year, man. I'm hey, JL, as I see the look on your face, man. But I'm going to give. I'm going to give. I'm going to give Kevin. I'm going to give Kevin a shot, and I'm going to tell you why. In my lineup too. Tell you what I think is going to help Kevin. It's not so much as the coaching staff. I think the fact that the stadium are not going to be packed this year. He's not going to have to hear the booze yeah. from the crowd. Because I really time. think that he, he's one of those players that's temperamental. Mm-hmm. If the mm-hmm. crowd is getting on him, you watch his body language, we all know it's terrible. So I think he's going to have a, a better season just because there's not going to be no fans in the stadium. Yep, I agree So that's that. my lineup, fellas, man. Hey, let's roll. Hey, but I can tell you this. We got too many point guards. Somebody's getting traded. And if I was a betting man, Julius Randle is going to be gone. All right. And I'm out. Appreciate it, Ron. Appreciate the call, Ron. All right, so so Ron throws his lineup in. All right, so before we get to the predictions lineups, let me hear, let me hear Jay Boogie's uh, starting the five, Jay Ellis. The MVP mm. of the five-star callers, Jay Ellis. The reigning champion of the five-star callers. Oh, yeah. Jay Boogie, what's going on, bro? 
what's going on with the team, man. How everybody doing on this Sunday, man? I hope everybody's staying healthy and safe. You know my routine. It don't never change. Hey, I just want to shout something out real quick. JL, you're a legend. NCP, you're a legend. When you said, if I made it big, you know, that y'all already big because y'all doing something, you know what I'm saying, that we appreciate where y'all at. That's why we support y'all, man. Y'all already oh, big. And there's a appreciate lot of people that can't do what y'all do. So I salute y'all for that right there, all right? Appreciate so it. So let me go ahead and just run down. Let me go ahead and run down this bench real quick. All right. I'm going to come off this bench. At the five, I'm going to have Noel. At the four, I'm going to have Kevin Knox. At the three, I'm going to have Bullet. At the two, I'm going to have Quickly. And at the one, I'm going to have DSJ. Quickly going to be my sixth man. Because if you paid attention to him at, at, at um, Kentucky, mm -hmm. that was the closer at the end of the game. That was the one that was getting big-time buckets, and that was the one that was finishing at the free throw line. So I'm getting ready to start preparing him to be my sixth man. That's mm -hmm. my young Lou Williams for the future. That's okay. our sixth man in the future. All right? My starting lineup, at the five, I'm going to have Mitch. At the four, I'm going to have Beast Mode. That hometown boy, number eight, topping. Mm -hmm. At the three, I'm going to have RJ. At the two, I'm going to have Rivers. Mm -hmm. And at the one, I'm going to have Burke. See, I'm going to mm -hmm. promote Burke and Rivers right now and get them prepared for that flip before the deadline. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and get them started doing their thing. But we quickly come in off that bench for RJ. I'm going to have three dudes that can shoot, three dudes that can go to that rack all at the same time. See, with Burke and Rivers out there on the floor, you got a guy that can hit the mid the tray, they can get it off the dribble. RJ can't do all what they do. So they going to coexist to one another. And I got to have topping. You know what I'm saying? But if yeah. you notice, I ain't say nothing about that boy. Don't put him in that game. Get him <laughs> up out of here. I told y'all last week, don't put him in that game. Keep him on the bench. And I ain't say nothing about um um Frank. Reason why I say nothing about Frank, because that's the last hurrah of the Phil Jackson era. He got to go, too. So we're going to send both of them up out there together. So I ain't going to put neither one of them in that game. But that's my 10 right there. That's my 10 rotation. All right. We're going to roll out just like that. Peace, love, and happiness. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Jay Boogie's not playing games, Jay Ellis. He said Julius and Frank are out of there. Not playing around. No time to waste. Interesting. So he's, he's throwing Burks out there at the one. RJ... Rivers, Burks, Rivers, RJ. Burks, Rivers, RJ. Yeah, so Jay Boogie's trying to pump that trade value up quickly. Mm, no time for games. No no time that's at all. That's an interesting lineup. Definitely interesting lineup. It is an interesting lineup. Yeah. I've uh, definitely played with Burks at the one in my mind a few times. For sure. For sure. Sure lineups. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's clear the board, and then we're going to get to our predictions. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Sunday night, Knicks. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, JL from Nick of Time Show. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to close it out before you guys got to go to work with a uh, interesting episode. We've got a couple interesting episodes coming up this week as well. So make sure you guys are subscribing to the channels. JLs, how'd you like the old school blue court, man? I brought it back to the 90s, bro. I like it, man. You know I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Switch up, switch up, man. Bring it back to the classics. All right, now we're back to present day predictions. Here's where I'm going. We already know that the two <sighs> and the five are locked in. Right. With Tibbs. I think Mitch will get to start. RJ's already locked in. At the one, I think Tibbs goes Alfred Payton, bro. Yeah. Um, He's the vet. He's a seasoned vet. You know what you're going to get with him. 
He's I think he's the most reliable point guard that they have on the roster. And I think Tibbs will lean on him in the beginning until he figures out what he has in DSJ, in Frank, in Quickly. I think Peyton will be the guy. RJ at the two. At the three. Here you guys are. Reggie Bullock. I think they'll go Bullock. I, I think this lineup yeah. is going to look a lot like it did last year. I think they will yeah. go Bullock at the three. Hopefully he regains his three-point uh, stroke. Hopefully he regains it. He was, a, he was a sniper coming into this thing. Had a bad neck injury, back injury. He had some personal tra- uh, tragedy that impacted his life. Maybe those things, you know, subside and, and he gets back to A1. Uh, he and RJ also had good chemistry on the court, Jails. Bullock and RJ um, played well together last year as well. And so I think, you know, Bullock may be a reliable uh, vet from the corners, from three. And I think Tibbs will go there as well. And at the four, it's Julius. Yeah, it's Julius. I think as long as Julius is here, I think he will end up getting the starting nine. And I think if he's not traded by the deadline, you will ultimately see a transition, a transition of power, if you will, Jails. A peaceful transition of power from Julius to Obi. But I think in the beginning, you will see Randall starting as long as he's here. And I think that serves a purpose from a trade value standpoint. I think he's your number one option offensively, regardless of how you feel about him. I think the Knicks are going to play to their strengths. I said it on my show yesterday. Tibbs is going to play to his strengths, and that's attacking the rim. RJ mm-hmm. does it well. Julius does it well. Obi's going to do it well. Mitch does it well. If DSJ gets burned, he's going to do it well. That's what they do best. That's what they do best, bro. They, they're going to attack the rim, and their plays are going to be designed to get high-efficiency shots, inside shots. You'll see a lot of rub screens. That's what they ran in Minnesota. For Jimmy Butler, they ran it for Cat. They ran it for Wiggins to get those guys easy buckets inside. I think they'll do the same thing here because, again, that's where their strengths are. So I I predict that Tibbs' open tonight lineup will be Alfred, RJ, Reggie Bullock, Randall, and Mitch. Off the bench, we know Tibbs likes to go shorter rotations. I think they'll go 9 10 just to evaluate these guys and also because of the condensed time frame for everything. I think they'll want to give guys some time to get up into game speed, game shape, and make sure that, you know, guys aren't getting injured. I don't think you're going to see the heavy, heavy duty minutes that Tibbs is known for jumping out the gate. I think he'll go with a deeper rotation. So with that being said, I think he will go Frank as a backup um, obviously, from defensive perspective, you know what he'll give you. I think that at the two, I think you'll still get Rivers. At the three, you'll get you could you'll 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 get a platoon between Burks and Knox. But I'll go Kev for right now. At the four, you're gonna get Obi. Here's my Obi picture. The four, you'll get Obi. And at the five, you'll get Noel. Okay. So that's a 10-man rotation. I think ultimately, 
they will cut it down to eight, maybe nine. And so I think that could come down to, you know, Obi, Noel, and Rivers, depending on what you need. It could be Frank, Obi, Noel. It could be depending on if they go small. It could be a lot of different combinations. But I think ultimately they'll they'll go 10, they'll go deep, and then cut it down and, and play the matchups. If You know, a lot, of, a lot of it depends on how Mitch does. How does he handle increased minutes? You know, um, can he stay uh, uh, disciplined from a foul standpoint? Can he stay durable? Right. I think a lot of that will, will you know, Noel's minutes will a lot will depend on how Mitch can handle uh, heavy lifting. So I think right. I think that that's my my lineup predictions. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I definitely agree with you on a lot of what you said, with a few caveats. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely see Alfred Payton starting for all the reasons you stated before. Mm-hmm. Most steady point guard we have. Really, Alfred Payton can run a team. He can pass. He can play defense. He knows how to read the game well. Um, it's just that, you know, he can't shoot. So he'll be in the right spots to take the shot. Just probably won't. You'll probably just miss it. But <laughs> he'll be the best suited to run the team day one. Um, the two, of course, is going to be RJ. RJ is not going anywhere at the cornerstone. Uh, hopefully, he's been working on his shot in this offseason. You know that uh, he's, he's changed his shot a little bit, left-handed shooter. He's not shooting it. Uh, he's not going to try to block his field of vision like he was last year, so hopefully the shot comes wrong. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to have RJ at the two. All right, let me uh, – go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just uh, getting getting my graphics the in. Go ahead. three, though, at the three, he's in my ideal lineup, but I feel like – I think Burks can end up being a starter somewhere mm. at the three. And I say this because I know uh, Bullock, he's a, you know, he's been here longer and he can shoot. But I just think that Burke gives you a little bit more versatility. Versatility. I, I feel that way as well. And and I wonder how Tibbs feels about him. But I, I definitely agree with you in terms of um, Burks. And that's why I didn't have Bullock in my rotation uh, much at all. Right. So I can see Berg being there because he can hit three and he can, you know, play make. So I feel like the versatility might have him in the starting lineup along with uh, Julius Randle, who we know we feel like he's going to start. I, I feel like I feel like Obi Top is going to take that starting position from him eventually. Just yeah, my I, I maybe think so. Maybe, maybe it's me being presumptuous, but I just feel like the skill set just – matches this uh, starting so. better over the long haul. I I think it's it's a lot easier to bring Obi off the bench, keep him hungry, keep him humble and keep him motivated than to bring Randall off the bench, expect him to produce and then try to trade him at top dollar, top value. That's just right. my opinion. Right. That's just my opinion. I think it's easier to bring Obi along slowly to keep the locker room intact. Make sure that you maximize Julius's value in the event that you need to trade him along the way, and right. then and then get to a eventual transition. Exactly, I, I agree with you. All fronts there. Now, as a backup, I'm I'm going Frank as well. Mm-hmm. Even though it's it's kind of murky for me because you you hear rumblings that uh in the beginning of the season you hear that you know as of today Frank is presumed starter. You heard that noise before Elf Pickens was assigned. But you also hear that, you know, the the trainers, they like working with DSJ. 
So you, you're really not sure exactly what direction you see them going. You're not even sure if they see Frank as a starting right. point guard. I, mean, I, I didn't a, take any of that point mini guard talk, general. you know, for anything. You know, I, I think that was just PC talk prior to them, you know, getting into the offseason acquisitions. Right. Right, right. But I feel like I feel like it could be Frank at the one or two mm-hmm. interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, here's where it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do see them. I do see them doing Austin Rivers as well. It's interesting because I don't know. What poli- I don't know what role politics will play here, right? Because Austin Rivers, again, he's a shooter, but he's probably not as good as a shooter historically as Reggie Bullock has been. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when new regimes come in, they usually like to go with the players that they bring in over anybody. For sure, for sure. And that's why I'm not sure exactly what role Reggie Bullock is going to have with this organization other than maybe a, a trade piece to be packaged later on. So I'm not even sure what type of minutes he'll get. So I'm going to go with Austin Rivers as well because I just feel like they just promised him some type of role. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. I, I think Rivers Rivers is going to play 100%. Rivers is going to play. Right. Uh, here's where it gets tricky too. Tricky with quickly. Because I I do feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be – we need to see what's going to happen with Kev. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just – I feel like quickly might be ready faster than than Kev, mm-hmm. but the politics will have Kev starting first. I mean, getting the minutes. So you think Kev at the three off the bench? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right at least for now. Okay. At least for now, until quickly, uh, quickly rises up the ranks, okay. and the Knicks are forced to make a decision on who, if they're going to move Kev or mm-hmm. or take away Austin Rivers or, or what. Um, mm-hmm. The four, of course, is going to be Obi Toppin. Okay. And five, New Orleans Noel. New Orleans Noel. All right. All right. Here we go. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Let us know what you guys think. Let me get, uh, where'd my Toppin graphic go? Toppin, Toppin. Oh, here we go. And then five, New Orleans Noel. Okay, here it is, on the road to 25 wins. Here we go. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) On the road (laughs) to the playing game. (laughs) Let's get that playing. Let's get that 10th seed, baby. That 10th seed, we got some hope. Listen, man. One, Listen, CP, one more solid pick. I think think we'll be okay. We'll be all right, man. I think Listen, we'll be out for years to come. <laughs> I said this on, on a pod. Leon and Wes probably know better than anyone in the league who these prospects are in 2021. Everybody talks about this Absolutely. draft is going to be deep and it's the deepest draft. And they want to talk about Cade and the Jalens and BJ and all these guys. Wes, Leon, they know. Parent too. Parent, they know what this crop is all about. Yeah. They're, they're playing for this draft. Whether you want to call it a tank or not, they're running this thing lean for a reason. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's why. We need the talent, man. We, we need the talent. Now, they also said today um, the Batum trade 
was finalized. I mean, the Hayward trade was finalized with Charlotte. Batum ends up getting waived and stretched. At the same time, the Knicks made the Peyton move official. So it seems like the Knicks were trying to jump in on that trade somehow and get some some draft capital out of Charlotte. What would you make Mm -hmm. of today's official transactions? Yeah, that's a pretty good assumption how fast that news followed the other news, the one-two like a one-two punch kind of um mm-hmm. listen uh yo shout out to Alex. we kind of talked about it today even though we didn't mention on the pod jordan hates us <laughs> jordan hates the new york knicks he wants to win at all costs he's king petty he saw that we was going to get something nice mm-hmm. in gordon hayward and made a ridiculous offer thinking he was going to beat us and really he just beat himself yeah, <laughs> and luck. and and then you know when uh, it, something might benefit him a little bit, you know, if, if you give a pick for the Knicks to save some cap space for himself, he couldn't do it because it was going to benefit the Knicks in some way somehow, and I think that's the only reason why they just chose to, to eat the, the salary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see it. I mean, listen. Uh, I, obviously, the Knicks were trying to jump in and get involved. Seems like, you know, whatever was was negotiated, if there were negotiations, that it didn't, you know, meet what the Knicks were looking for in terms of trying to take on, you know, max out the salary cap for 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 Batum's contract and not get, you know, something comparable in value. And maybe that's what it came down to. Maybe that's what it came down to because they ended up signing Peyton using the cap space mm-hmm. rather than the room exception. Right, and so the room exception is available. That that four million is available once you cap out, once you max mm-hmm. out your cap space. So I think the idea was that they were trying to, or they were going to look to maybe absorb a contract like a Batum or similar using the salary cap, and right. then finalize the Peyton transaction using that room exception to try to you know say you kind of maneuver with, with the cap rules. So didn't work out. Exactly. They still have about 18 million in cap space. We'll see what happens um, going into the season, how they use it, if they use it. And, yeah, I don't, and let's see how it goes. Go ahead. I don't think they're at their floor yet either. I think no. it's like they're not at the floor yet. And I don't even think they care. No. I think, they, I think they're just going to wait until the season. I think mm-hmm. they're just going to wait until the trade deadline in February. Yeah. And try to make another move. If it's for like um, a star, a disgruntled star, mm-hmm. or some more dead cap where they can switch into picks. I feel like they're just going to wait for their moment until agreed, February agreed. and make another move. Agreed. Agreed. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I just had to put the slow-mo mode on the chat. The chat was going crazy. <laughs> I, I can't read a single, single comment going on in there. So TM and Dave, y'all, I, I mean, you might just have to put it on slow-mo mode. Uh, you know, for good now, but definitely suit to everybody in the chat. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. I want to shout out um, Francis Almas checking in from the Philippines. So we definitely want to say good morning to all our people uh, in Asia Pacific, all our guys from Australia, New Zealand, um, everybody, man, all our people in Cali right now, Mm -hmm. up North, New York, Brooklyn, everywhere, man, wherever you guys are checking in from salute to you guys. We are creeping up on almost 2000. Getting in here on this Knicks talk, Jails. They want to find out on this road to the 10th seed. How do we get there? What is the path? What is the rotations? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave uh, just give me a screenshot of our predictions here. 
and let me know when it's done. Exactly. Shout out to you, FAE. I see you hashtag new. I see you, bro. Yeah, man. Predictions. Yeah, my predictions are looking pretty boring, JLs. But I, I think that's what it's going to look like. I think it's going to look more like Peyton, RJ, Bullock, Randall, Julius. And, and I think Tibbs is going to go from there. Yeah, and predictions are usually boring sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why it makes them boring. They're predictable usually. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I, I think that's where Tibbs ends up going. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Tibbs ends up going. Or I, I see you, Caesar Melendez. Hashtag me. Yeah. Shout out to you. Man. All right. Let's take a couple more calls. Let's go to um my guy Terrence from Brooklyn. Oh, my fault. Nick from Brooklyn. Nick, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Yeah, I hope you guys have a had a good Thanksgiving. God bless you guys. Hope you're staying safe. Um, just want to talk about a couple of things. Um, one is that I one I didn't agree with the uh, Alfred Payton signing. I you know. They might as well have uh, kept paying uh, the Keith Van Horn contract. <laughs> um, the other thing is, uh, I just want to get your feeling on um, a couple other people that you didn't mention: Miles Powell, Ignis Brazigas, Jared mm-hmm. Harper, Michael uh, uh, Gilchrist, Steel Pinson, and also um, uh, Sergio Lull. I just wanted to see like uh, mm-hmm. how you guys. Uh, felt about these guys going into like the bench yeah. or the G League, see how they would do. Okay. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. That, Ooh, thanks. Like 30 people. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. In no particular order, I, I talked about the M- MGK. I, I always get the initials messed up with Machine Gun Kelly. Michael oh, Kidd Gilchrist. MKG. <laughs> not MGK, JLs. Not Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Kill them in M. KG. Look um, exhibit 10 contract. Training camp deal. I think he'll have a legit shot at this. I think he'll have a legit shot at this. Um, he is a company guy. He's a, you yeah. know you want to do the CAA Kentucky guy, but I think JLS he's a he's a he's a wing defender that can give them depth, and I think he has a legit shot at making this team. What's your take on on uh, Kid Gilchrist? Yeah, same with me. He is a wing defender. Um, the shot is super broken. We all seen the pictures of him shooting like that. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> the <laughs> like, shot is never coming yeah, along. Like, Forget Yeah, the he's shot. like throwing up gang signs. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But um <laughs> the, the thing is, I mean, my thing is with the amount of people we have on this roster, it just seems like this is gonna be a continuous uh we're just gonna continue to get rid of people who aren't who have not started with this regime. So I'm looking at Ignis like, you know. The days might be numbered if it's the company guy because it seems like the company thing is, is, is running rapid through Dick's organization right now. Yeah. So yeah. Ignis has to be on his – he can't just beat him. He has to beat him, beat him. You know what I mean? Right. To win that spot. Right. And and so I think I've said it yesterday and, and I said on a couple pods, I, I think the last three – the last two spots could come down to Evan, Spellman, and Iggy. Um, if they, they need to shed one spot for sure to get to 15. Right. And if they're looking to bring in Kid Gilchrist, they need to shed another. So I think Spellman, Evans, and and Iggy could be fighting for the last two spots. Now, Sergio Lowe, not coming. For most people say he's he's over 30, plays yeah, for Real Madrid, um, um, EuroLeague MVP back in 2016, point guard, says he wants to retire with Real Madrid, 33 years old. If, if he wanted to come to the NBA, he would have done it already. So I, I highly right. doubt it. And who knows? But Pro- Pablo came very late, JLs. Prigioni came very late. Um, 
you know, but with Lowell, I think a lot of, you know, most of the people, most of the scouts don't think he's ever going to come here. So that's really just trade filler. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel like the Knicks made that move. Um, so, cause they knew none of those guys involved would come. Like, I kind of feel like that was on purpose. Yeah. Like yeah. none of those yeah. guys, all those guys are, are European prospects who most likely won't come over to the New York Knicks. And we have a full roster anyway. So I feel like that's the way they want it. Yeah. That, that's a fact. And then, um, as you were saying with Iggy and Powell, I think, listen, it's going to take a heroic effort. Um, well, not necessarily with Iggy, but with Powell, I think it's going to take a heroic effort for him to make the main roster. And for them to consider somebody to cut to bring him on. Remember, it's a shortened preseason. It's only four games, very condensed schedule. Who knows if he even gets into these games? You know, with these four games, the Knicks may legitimately go with the guys that they feel like are going to be in their 10-man rotation just to get them chemistry and to get them started early. So you may not even see Iggy get playing time in the preseason or or, or or Spellman or Evans or Powell. They may not even get in the game. It's certainly yeah. possible. So I think where Powell is concerned, I think it's going to take a heroic effort. More than likely, you'll see him in Westchester, and we'll see how he can uh, how he can get in here. To me, Pinson, they should have got rid of Pinson and gave Powell Ooh, the two-way contract. I didn't see what about? the point was in keeping Pinson at all. Um, so to me, they should have just kept Pinson. I mean, kept Powell and given him Pinson's two-way. I agree with you there. Pinson is a waste. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it at all. There's other guys that should have been here over Penton. Uh, could have been Powell. We could have kept Wooten. Like, I yeah. don't understand what's, what's to do. I don't understand this Penson thing. Not not understanding it at all. Not understanding it at all. Um, back to the phones. A couple more calls. Um, Kevin from New Jersey. Kevin, what's going on, man? JCP and Jay Ellis, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, energy. Kevin? How you feeling, man? How you feeling? <laughs> Hey, man, y'all been answering my tweets, man, so I got to shout y'all out, man. Y'all, y'all doing your thing, man. Yeah, man. Oh, this is me out there, oh, too. So Kev, Kev. Oh, this, yeah. um, man, this, is, this, tweets, is, this is Kev, Kev. Kev, what's good, oh, man? How you, how you Kev? feeling, Kev? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Hey, everything is everything, man. Yeah. I'm just really, really, really excited about this year. Um, I lo- We haven't been through the changes within the last week in past regimes like this in a long while. And with Leon Rose at the helm, putting everybody in place again, we would not, we wouldn't be, we would be throwing money at players. I allow like a Tim Hardaway Jr. throwing 70 million at him for I forget how many years. Leon ain't doing none of that. None of them are doing any of that. So that's why I applaud them, you know, for that. And then the players that we got. Um, I'm with uh, I'm with Jay Ellis on right now starting uh, Nilakina at the point because um, right now I think he's just more fluid, you know, running the team. His shots are gonna come. Well, people gotta remember they all want to bash and trash him all the time and call him a fill uh, pick. People gotta understand this is gonna be his fourth uh, coach that he's going through. Yeah on the same team, not like he's a journeyman going from team to team. He's going through his fourth coach in, 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 four, in you know, four years. And also, he, he, he ran France. I mean, he was like one of the top players, you know, for that France team. So that's all I'm going to say, say on, on, on Frank. Um, 
I'm I'm also with um I'm I'm not really feeling Randall all that much right now. I mean, yeah, let, let let's try. You know, I mean, I think he'll you know come off the bench, but you know to get points and everything. But we it's we need that stability mm-hmm. in the front. You know, as a starting five. So that's pretty much all I got to say, fellas. It's great to talk to y'all. Appreciate um, it. Kid. Oh, one more thing, mm-hmm. um, CP. Mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit yesterday about the expectations record-wise, and you didn't answer my tweet about about that Atlanta Hawks team. Mm-hmm. They weren't expected to go nowhere, and they went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. So if you can elaborate on that, that'd be great. All right, appreciate the call, Kev. Yeah, Jails, I, I had a call I had a call yesterday that, that thought uh, they were going to win 43 games. Whoa, okay. Uh, es- Esau said they were going to win 43 games. I said, Esau. He's from Buffalo. I said, I don't know if it's snowing early in Buffalo or what, but you gotta check, you gotta check the temperature, fam, because I'm not I'm not feeling that same uh, temperature down here in New York. Wow. Okay. Forty three. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know, man. Like I said, um, I see 26 games. You know, Kev talks about that Atlanta Hawks team went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have way better talent than this team does. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, this, this is a lot of, I mean, listen, I mean, Danilo is cool, you know, done. I got you. You know, I, I see you, uh, Rondo, Rondo playoff. I don't know. No, he, he was talking about the Hawks team that had the, the six all-stars. It was like Corver, Millsap. They had Teague, Damari Carroll, that team under, under, under the, the former coach of the, of the Bucks. Or is he still the Budenholzer? Not former coach. But when Budenholzer won Coach of the Year, the Hawks had like six All Stars, and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They kind of shocked some people with that record. But right. whatever the case is, that Hawks team is way better than this Knicks roster right now. And this team, I, I, I think we got to pump the brakes, man. Yes, we have a new regime. Yes, we have new players. Doesn't mean the talent level has increased. We got to see how these guys come together. I think JL's twenty six is, is where I'm going. 26 wins is where I'm going. Okay, I can see that. I can see 20. I can see 26 to 30 in that range. Like, I felt we were on we were on pace for 30 wins. Who about that? Yeah. Around there when Mike Miller was here. Mm-hmm. The talent that we have right now. But um, there's going to be an influx of rookies, so you have to kind of, you know, counter that in, new faces. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like we can hover around that 26, 30 range-ish. But um, Durant is back as well, so that's you have to factor in as well. We don't know what the schedule is going to be. With the um, are we going to be facing only the Atlantic Division teams? We're, we're playing the Raptors and Brooklyn Nets, and suddenly like that's a that's a death lineup if you have to keep playing those three teams over and over again. Yeah, so. I I don't think the um I don't think that ro- that division rotation is is what it was expected to be. I think they're going to be doing, you know, doing some considerable, considerable amount of travel. Okay. Um, so it, it seems to be, it hasn't come out yet, but that okay. division heavy schedule, what, what people thought it was going to be, it, it that's not what it's going to be. So, okay. Um, I mean, st- the division games still are going to be what they are. They're going to be tough, tough opponents, right. no doubt about it, but um, not as, not as heavy on the schedule as, as once uh, thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean that eases that eases up the the situation a little bit if you're not just playing the Raptors and Brooklyn all the time. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. Um. All right. Let's go to Jason from Florida. Jason, what's going on, man? 
Hey guys, CPJ Ellis. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, first time, long time. You guys are doing incredible stuff here. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, Frank Nukina and Dennis Smith Jr. I'm 100. percent I don't know what you were doing putting Dennis Smith in the starting lineup. Uh, Jay Ellis, you were spitting 100 percent gospel truth when you were talking about your starting five. Now, with, with with Dennis Smith, I understand he was going through a lot of bad stuff last year with his family and his mother. I can understand that, and he deserves to have a chance to prove himself. But to just throw the offense, throw, throw him the keys to the offense and just have him take over yeah. right off the bat when he hasn't proved that he can even hit a basic jumper, prove that he can hit at least 60% from the free throw line. I mean, if he, if he gets to the free throw line, that's great, but if he can't hit his free throws, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And the thing about Franny Lakina, mm-hmm. I heard a lot of people, you know, that were calling in talking bad about him. And I feel like I have to defend a couple aspects of why I think he'd be valuable to keep around. Obviously, his defense is incredible. Obviously, he's a, he's a very unselfish player who gets other people involved in the offense. And that we don't extend our players and develop them properly in New York. We have to find a way to be patient with our young players, give them opportunities with good players around them. And Frank's one of those players that the better talent that's around him, the more he's going to show exactly how skilled and useful he can be in a professional offense. Mm-hmm. That's why in France he was much more effective than he's been on the Knicks because all, all these players around him, the Dennis Smith and the Julius Randle, they look for their empty stats. They don't play within the, the scope of the offense. They just look to impress other people for the sake. Now, I don't want to harp too much on those players because I think they deserve a chance to show that they can do more than that. But with Frank, not only is all those things true, but he's also going to be really cheap when we try to re-sign him. So for mm-hmm. a player that's elite at defense, and your your, your uh, interview with Channing Fry was great because he, he pointed out that you want players that are really good at one thing at the very least. Yeah, Unselfish players that can play within the scope of an offense and understand their role, not take bad shots. And Frank is the perfect person for that. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to get on you too much, CP, about it because I understand why you want him in the starting lineup for his explosiveness. Um, but with Frank, to do all those things, he starts. Uh, he could start the fast break with our offense. I know it's not norm- not normally what he does, mm-hmm. but with, with, when you have Obi Toppin and RJ who are really good on the fast breaks, you need stops to create fast break sure. opportunities. Sure. And if you have Dennis Smith not playing any defense, Randall not playing any defense, you need defensive players sure. who can actually help get stops to start the fast break in the first place. So I just want to give my two cents on, on both the DSJ. Uh, Randall should have been traded yesterday to China for uh, a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't want to see him on the team anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, you guys are awesome. Keep Appreciate up the great work. It. And I just want to get your thoughts oh, on, on what I just said. There. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, I can't disagree with anything he said, JLs. He was 100% right on everything. Yeah. I, I even agree with him on the Frank talk. Listen, um, the season preview we did last year, my sentiments on DSJ has been the same as it is today. You could you could replay that tape and it would be the same thing. You know, <laughs> am I am I confident he's gonna turn around? Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, hey, he's on the team. We have a log jam at the point. Mm-hmm. I know what Peyton can do. I know at the very worst what Frank can do, at the very least. I'm giving this kid the keys in the beginning and I want to make my evaluation and move yeah. from there. If he doesn't got it, if he don't got it, move on. Fine. We have nothing to lose. That's all I'm saying. We have nothing to lose. I get it. I get it. I get it. Nothing to lose. We, we bring in all this player development staff. We have Johnny Bryant, who all these guards from Dame to Mitchell to everybody swears by him. Right? 
Yeah, 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 you're right. They do swear by him. Right. They they say he's America. They say he maybe he's a miracle worker. Right. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. I, again, sometimes it's either it's either the kid has it or he doesn't. I want to see what it is. Full slip. Full <sighs> I, tilt. I feel you. Give him the keys. Let's go. I man, this shot, man, this jump. I just don't. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> I don't. This, I don't see it. I don't but see I'm, it, I'm man. They got my man from the Nuggets working with him, and you watching the video. It's like cool. It doesn't I mean roll it. Roll the dice, Jails. We got nothing to lose. I'm cashing. I want to. I'm just going to cash my chips. I'm cashing out on DSJ, man. Cash out, DSJ Fayetteville. Let's go. Running and gunning. No defense. Who needs defense, Jails? We don't need defense. We need offense too. The DSJ give you offense. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the DSJ give you offense. This is my question. Um. Hey, he can, he can give you enough. Put it this way. Like I said. He's going to the explosiveness is there, the athleticism is there. Can't shoot a free throw for a lick, but he'll get you to the line. <laughs> you know I guess saying? the he jumper, the jumper has been pretty terrible. Yeah, he can't get, he can't finish at the rim either. That's but I also, <laughs> he hasn't been able to finish at the rim. He's like an I athletic said, guy who can't finish at the rim. It's a work in progress. So give it to him. <laughs> it's a, we have nothing to lose, man. I know again. I know what Peyton is gonna give me. I know Peyton is safe. I know Frank is safe, and maybe Frank has another gear or two that he can get to. I want to see what this other guy has first. I feel you. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. I just know my hopes will be dashed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, listen, I agree with the naysayers. <laughs> I agree with the naysayers. You know what? Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. It can't be as bad as it was last year, right? How much how much worse can it get? And like I said, I feel like if you give him more minutes, you give him consistent minutes, you don't yo-yo him with the three-guard lineup. Some days he's starting, one day he's on, not playing at all. Consistent minutes. You're our guy for 15 games or so. Let's see what's up. That's it, man. That, that's it, man. All um, right. <laughs> I know. I, I need to lay off the K2 myself. Um, James, James from Queens. What's up, James? How you guys doing today? All right. Good, man. How you feeling? Hello? Yeah, appreciate all you guys do. Uh, I just wanted to get to a few points. Um, so my starting lineup would be uh, Dennis Smith, because I 100% agree with you. Uh, uh, CP, there we go. You know, you know, you got to give this kid a chance. We're gonna, you know, we're, we're not gonna really be good anyways. You know, we're probably gonna be like a twenty-three win team. So you might as well just give Dennis with a shot. You know, it can't hurt if he's if he's not it. Then just take him out and bench him. That's it. So I would go with uh, Austin Rivers because I think you need a veteran in there. Uh, RJ, Obi, and Mitch. I don't know what we're gonna do with Randall, but um, I know that we have seventeen uh, men on the roster. And we got to get rid of a couple, so just please cut Iggy and Evans because they're not NBA players, so they got to go. Jeez, um, he's going Iggy. Also, I'm Iggy, not ready. Ready. Play you know, Killian Hayes to drop like 25 on us on the first two preseason games. <laughs> That's not going to be fun. And uh, you guys think Knox gets more minutes than last year? Because I think he averaged 18 minutes last year. Do you guys think he gets more than that, or, or is it going to be less? I'm leaning less. 
I I think I don't think they're gonna give him anything, man. I don't think they're gonna give Kev anything. You know, the three's gonna get complicated. Do they is RJ gonna get some minutes there? How do they go three guard lineup sometimes to get some more offense? I think Kevin's gonna have to earn those minutes. I know Kenny's there, but I think Kevin's gonna have to earn those minutes, man. Yeah, it's looking bleaker and bleaker. Every every other small forward, power forward type of tweener guy they sign, I'm like, mm, looking at Knox's minutes dwindle in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope he gets it. Don't let MGK make this team. Yeah, uh, <laughs> don't, make, don't let don't let that happen. Yeah, Tips and be like, oh, he plays defense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Like I said, I, I think I think guys like Frank, DSJ, Kev, they're gonna be on the fringe. Yeah, they, they're definitely gonna be on the fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, one more call of JLs, and then we got We got to get to this Nick topic. Reggie from North Carolina. Reggie, how you feeling? What's going on, man, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Enjoy the show, man. Uh, Ellis, man, you were uh, wilding with that. Uh, that uh, Amari. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> y'all say y'all don't but, want Randall um, I here. Like speak about. <laughs> <laughs> I like to speak about Frank, man. I know everybody been trashing Frank, man. Frank really came on big time at the at the end, man. And I think it's just kind of hard for him to get in the rhythm when you see like five different power fours dribbling the ball down the court, and you can't get the ball, and then you're out of rhythm. So, but I think Frank should be the man that's running the uh, the point, man. I, but that's all I got to say, man. Enjoy your show, fellas, and just hear what y'all got to say. And also, man, I wish y'all could just burn that highlight seeing Randall dribble the ball up the court, man. <laughs> Throw it out of you, man. All right, take care, fellas. Appreciate right. it, Reg. Appreciate it. See? All right, he's, he's, throwing, he's throwing Frank in the, in the lineup, and he says, you're bucking for Spellman jails. See, you can't you can't say you don't like Spellman. And then and then like and then crack on Randall. I, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I don't like Spellman. Oh, that Randall, he got to go. I, I agree with you. That's why Spellman is starting. Yeah, I, I think Spellman or, Spellman has a shot. Spellman definitely has a shot. Um, you know, uh, his three point shooting. I think he hit about forty percent. Only about you know very yeah. low value. Maybe about th- three two two point eight. I think three's a game. But as you said, he slimmed up. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what they think yeah. about him. Yeah, I understand. I understand completely that Spellman is a long shot. Mm-hmm. And I just like the I like I just like the little glimpse of potential, even though I don't expect it to be that. You know. I don't expect it to be every game, and yeah, it's intriguing. It's intriguing to have a stretch four and be a modern NBA team. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I want to be modern for once. <laughs> facts, facts. Um, so to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got basically two thousand people in here on a Sunday night jails. Let's go. Okay. Salute okay. to everybody on Team Hashtag New. We got NZ Richie checking in from New Zealand. Salute to my people in New Zealand. Hey. Out here heavy. Jason Battle, Team Hashtag New from the Bay Area. Warriors fan, Jails, but loves the channel. Oh, what's this up? Hey. You. Listen, man. We're not the number one. We're, we're, the, we're not the number one show for the fans, by the fans, for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a reason why. We got visitors in here. Shout out Carlos Ortega checking in from Mexico. Okay. Let's go. We international in here. Eric Landry checking in from Canada. We got all the Americas covered, Jails. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Michael Harrison, team hashtag new. What's going on? Ali Essa, team hashtag new. Ethan Rounds, hashtag new. Drew from Connecticut. Okay. Salute to Drew. Oh, Gabriel from, from oh, Panama. Oh, we got, oh, we got from... Panama in here. We got Panama in the chat. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. go. We are on the map, Jails. Oh, Caribbean represent. Hey, I like Panama. that. 
<laughs> I like that, man. Tyshawn Vales, Team Hashtag New, what's going on? Frank mm-hmm. Matos checking in from West Palm, what's going on? All right, Jails. Last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still can't stop laughing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Salute to our guy, Nate Robinson. Salute to uh, our guy, Nate Robinson, ooh. Jay Ellis. Salute. It was a valiant effort, bro. Yeah. Oof. But well, my man got laid down like a pair of slacks. Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't, it was ugly, bro. Shout out Good Gamer from Belgium. Shout out Belgium. You're up in the building. It was ugly, bro. I, I couldn't I couldn't bear to see it. But uh our, our guy our guy took caught a huge L last night, man. What you think of this fight, man? <laughs> if you want to call it that. What do I think? <laughs> um Nate Oof. Nate approached Nate is Nate, man. Nate has one speed, CP. <laughs> full steam. We should have known that. We should have known that from a bit. Yeah. It's full steam ahead, it's, man. It's one speed. It's not, you know, pace, slow down. It's forward. Oh. It's either 98 miles per hour or 99 miles per hour. <laughs> but what kind of training was that, man? I mean, he starts to fight out. He's full steam ahead blitzing this dude. I'm like, hey, you got to slow down. We need stamina. We need footwork. Like, be patient. Yeah, I think what he was thinking, CP, was as a, as a shorter guy, you probably figured, <laughs> you know, I don't have a chance against someone taller than me yeah, because yeah. of the, the reach. So I have to get closer to making a fight. But, you know, the tactics to get closer weren't exactly Oof. polished. That's the best I could do evaluating that whole fight. Listen, man. And and listen, this this is not, you know, uh, to poke fun here. Because I give him a ton of credit in the world to go out and do what he did. You know. Facts. And I think a lot of people, you know, were 100% in his corner and support him for taking this leap. Um, you know, the jokes are the jokes. That's that's what we do. Comedy is, is never to be taken personal. Um, I, I think people laughed and it turned into a meme. I think for the whole hour straight last night, JLS, I couldn't stop laughing between yeah. Twitter and watching the Tyson Jones fight. But I'm going to tell you, bro, the minute I saw Nate, when they panned over to him in the locker room, they did the locker room shot. And you oh, saw man. Jake Paul. He was he was shadow boxing. He was ready. He had his, his game face on and everything. They pan over to Nate's locker room. He's getting like his calves massaged and his and his shoes tied, and he's looking like a complete deer in the headlights. I said, "Oh no!" That that was my <laughs> that was my first sign. I'm like, mm, "That is not a good sign." He was in shadow boxing. Yeah, he massages. yeah. He was complete deer in the headlights. I'm like, "Damn, Nate looked kind of nervous, bro." Uh, and so yeah, then yeah. they get in the ring. And all of a sudden, Nate's on the retreat. Before he even throws a punch, he's all the way in the corner. I'm like, oh, my God, this is bad news. He's, he's all uh, the way. He's in the corner before the thing even starts. And then uh, he starts charging him, gets a couple shots in. The first knockdown was a rabbit punch, for sure. I didn't yeah. like that. The ref, the ref was sloppy. Yeah, he and, was sloppy. And that's dangerous because he got caught, like, behind the air, too. That was definitely sloppy. Um, yeah, it was funny because yeah. the commentators called it clean, and then I saw it. I was like, "That don't look clean." Nah, that looked like a rabbit punch. Yeah, that sure. looked like a rabbit punch. Then the second one was pretty bad, and then the third one was just like, I think they they should have stopped it after the second one. 
Absolutely. I was full blown throw the damn towel like my man from Rocky Four. Like I was straight up yeah. throw the damn towel. Stop, off the stop the fight. Yeah. Stop, stop the fight. And then the yeah. third one was just completely brutal. You know, it was bad, bro. It it was completely bad. And then at that point, bro, I was I was pretty I was I felt bad for Nate. Yeah. But then I was pretty happy that I didn't spend the money on the pay per view. Because the, the bootleg was crispy, bro. The bootleg was in there like 4K. <laughs> I mean, I could have had a fight party at the crib. I was in there. The whiskey was flowing. I was in a good mood, man. I, and uh, I was damn happy that I did not buy that pay-per-view, bro. Oh, uh, man. Shout out to everybody who bootlegged that. <laughs> it was ugly, man. Yeah, it was ugly, bro. It was, it was and, then, ugly, and then somebody sent me this joint from Twitter, man. <laughs> Somebody said these YouTubers are not messing around. Last thing Nate heard was make sure you like and subscribe. Before <laughs> that had to- me <laughs> dead. Bro, bro. <laughs> bro. That was filthy. Feel- <laughs> oh, man. Yo. Get oh, God. <laughs> that had me rolling, man. Nah, dude, what had me rolling was the Snoop Dogg commentary, man. Oh, Snoop, Snoop was the star of the night. Snoop Dogg commentary. Snoop was the star of the night, bro. Like, I was mad worried for Nate. But then when I replayed it, and then you hear Snoop go, oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Snoop. Snoop was the star of the night, Uh, man. He he just made himself at home. He was in Staples Center. He was smoking once. He was ready to go, man. He was in the slides. Like, he was chilling. Oh. You know... Listen, I overestimated or underestimated rather um, this kid, Jake Paul, because he had only fought, you know, I don't really follow what him and his brother do. You know, they do like a lot of controversial stuff on YouTube. It's just not really my speed, but I never heard of him. I had had heard of him. And when he fought some other YouTuber called KSI, I never saw the fight, but I just thought it was just some, you know, amateur thing. So I thought Nate would have been all right. But going into, like, looking at it, this kid was clearly, even if it was only a second fight, this kid was leaps and bounds um, more prepared than Nate was. And it was dangerous, bro. That that last that last yeah. knockout really could have uh, put him out, bro. That, that, was, that was tough, man. Like I said, after the second one, I was ready to see him stop the whole thing, bro. Yeah, it was obvious that Nate had never really fought before, and he has. Yeah. It was obvious within seconds of the fight starting. Even the punch he caught him with. It was like wild. It was like a wildly calculated punch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, this this kid was well more seasoned, and it was only his second amateur fight. I don't know who was training Nate, man. He needed like Teddy Atlas or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to go back to the classics, but I I don't know. Maybe he just got in, and all the training went out the window, man. And and he just you know you know he's not known for his defense, JL. So yeah, he was wide open. he know that. You <laughs> definitely know that. He, he was wide open, bro. He oh my gosh, open, he just charged just like. Yeah, like you said, man. Like maybe he had a plan, but you know, ever sometimes, <laughs> like Mike said, yeah. <laughs> and then speaking of Mike and Roy, man, they took me back to 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 our days, bro, our, our childhood memories, man. And yeah, these two, they man. in the ring looking like some Woo. two old geezers, man. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird watching. Yeah. It was weird for me watching Roy Jones. Yeah, personally, because I was a huge fan of Roy Jones, and like, you know, he's really unorthodox, and it's like cool and fun when you're watching like a 20 year old do it or whatever. But then when you're like 50 with your arms out, shit, 
It, it looks strange. Yeah, he was he was trying to do the patented Roy Jones flurries and whatnot. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like wow. It but was he like with a couple. He oh yeah, he a- did. He did because in the beginning, when it first started, you know, when Tyson's coming out with the head movements and everything like yeah. classic Mike, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be over early. Mike, Mike is going for the knockout quickly. Mm-hmm. And Roy was out there throwing love taps like this is a charity thing, which it was. But, yeah. you know, when, I think when he saw like Mike was really trying to take his head off, Roy started coming in a little bit more serious. And, in, and then in the middle rounds, he started doing the classic Roy, you know, Bob and Weaves. That's when it got fun. That's, that's when it got fun, bro. That, that's, <laughs> that's when it got, got fun. fun. When, when, when Roy hit with the no look pop shot. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, it it was our childhood all over again, man. It was our childhood all over again, and it oh. was like I don't know if you see ever seen Avengers Endgame when Captain America is out there looking mad old at the end. Yeah, that's how I was looking at Mike and Roy. I was like, Golly, man, this is this is my life flashing before my eyes. Looking at these two, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, whatever you got to do in life, go ahead and do it, man, because exactly. it goes exactly. fast. You you agree with that draw? You think it was a draw? Um. Yeah, I kind of do because, like I said, I think Roy. I thought Roy got a bit more comfortable in the middle, and uh, I think it, I think they ended it properly. Um, Tyson was hungry for a rematch. Roy was not trying to have it. Roy was not trying to run that back, bro. Bro, Mike Tyson blacked <laughs> out a few times. That I yo, did you see when the bell rang a few times and Mike kept swinging? Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was back. He was back, bro. But but the, but he said sorry. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I "Had a flashback." For a he had a flashback. He thought it was Peter McNeely or something, man. <laughs> Francois Botha. Oh my goodness, he man. caught him like that a few times. With yeah, a few sorries. Yeah, yeah. That's why he want to fight again. It was one too many sorries, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, interesting night. I thought overall, I thought it was a solid production. Uh, a good card, and Snoop Snoop was hilarious, and yeah, yeah just, just glad Nate's all right, man. Definitely glad Nate's all right. But uh, thanks. Oof, man, that was rough. That, rough. that that was rough. And then with the Nate thing, um, earlier that day, I had posted the the gear, the ring gear, right? Because right. I saw that he was rocking the orange and blue. So I posted on Twitter. I'm like, yo, Nate rocking orange and blue. I didn't know if it was homage to the Knicks or whatever. I'm just saying this is an orange and blue colorway. The the, the kit was fire. Right. And so was. here come all the local Seattle cats. Oh, he's not repping the bum ass Knicks. He's repping Rainier Beach. He's repping Rainier Beach. So, hey. Okay. At the end of the fight, I say, cool. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. <laughs> y'all, got, y'all had that. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> Rainier Beach. <laughs> Tough loss for Rainier Beach. You know what I mean? I sipped my whiskey and went on to the Tyson fight. You know? Oh, I'm trying man. to support my guy. They didn't want it. So, hey. <laughs> oh, man. Tough passing. hell for Rainier Beach. You know? Oh, man. Passing the buck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now, nah, glad he's okay. Uh, ho- hopefully, uh, that's it for him in boxing. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yeah, more respect to the boxers out there, man. More respect to the boxers out there, too. So, yeah, it's no joke. Yeah, yeah. Yo, actually, I wanted to box when I was young. I was <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe UFC's next for him. Who knows, man? But um, good show, Jails. Let's go All ahead right. and, and uh, get out of here, man. Get All right, man. man.
Uh, if you enjoyed, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Definitely check out um, the Nick of Time Show as well. We are on YouTube as well, youtubecom slash Time Show. New episode dropping very soon, uh, so definitely check that out. We're also on all audio podcasts. I mean, all audio um, platforms: SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Google the Nick of Time Show. Don't forget the but you will find it easily. Also, check out the blog at thenicktimeshow.com. Check out our blog writers, very talented guys. Um, and yeah, follow me on all social media. That is the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and also see us on Facebook as well. That is all. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Great show as usual, man. And um, mm-hmm. great show to everybody in the chat, man. We definitely had about um, 2,000 people in here going strong, going heavy. Okay, so, okay. hey. People want to know about our lineups, man. What are the Knicks gonna do to get those twenty-five wins? So, <laughs> hey, let us know. Let us know what you guys thought about our lineups, our ideal lineups versus the predictions. Leave it in the comments. What is your ideal five or rotation, and what is your prediction? Where do you think the Knicks go and Tom Thibodeau goes with this rotation going into the season? Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, every podcast platform we are available. No reason to miss the show. Uh, if it's in video, you can always catch it in audio. Uh, Knicks Fan TV merch is on sale. Black Friday sale is going through the end of tonight. Get 30% off all merch. Go to teespring.com slash KnicksFanTV or hit the link in the description. So to all the mods, man, for helping out as usual. Definitely appreciate facts, all the facts, mods facts, for helping out. Uh, JL, so you want to shout out in your chats, man? Yeah, salute to mind. Yo, Fritz holds me down. Shout out to Fritz Alessandro, holds me down heavy. Uh, David Delancey, he's been here early. Whole show holding it down. Shout out to you, David Gregory Lee. You know you don't like Frank, it's cool. SK, <laughs> L. Marshalls. Uh, um, yeah, everybody represents Nick of Time. Yes, sir. Shout out to you guys. Let's get to it. We're almost at 700 likes on Knicks Fan TV. Let's get up to 1,000. We got 1,400 people watching. Everybody, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button before you go. Let's get to 1,000 likes before the show is over. Definitely shout out to uh, Lorenzo Fulgencio, team hashtag new, and they hit the thumbs up, Jay Ellis. So definitely shout out Lorenzo. Shout out Tiger Style, Chris Riddick. Appreciate it. Okay, uh, okay. TL, appreciate it. Lil- LB, J-Rock, appreciate it. Pete Cruz, Charles R. Stroll Swift, 10. We got a Stroll Miles Swift fan in here, Jay. Okay, Stroll Miles Swift. Yeah. Who absolutely. knew? DF to death. Jack Rhodes, appreciate it as always. NZ Rizzy, appreciate it. And uh, look out for the next show this week, man. We got a special guest probably yes, coming up this week. Maybe two. Uh, so we're going to get this ball rolling, man. Training camp coming up. Lots to talk about. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.